Hey, it's Josh Cohen from the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? I'm Mikey, and welcome to this week's episode of Penny for Your Thoughts, the Orlando Magic UK podcast. Today is Wednesday... The 29th of December, 2021. As always, I'm joined by the gruesome twosome, Garrett and Paul. Evening, boys. Did you have a good Christmas? G? Oh, yeah, very good. Thank you, mate. Um, well done on the intro there. Take three. In case anybody was wondering what lucky. that was all about. So, uh... Hey, take, take two is your problem, not mine. <laughs> yeah, no, a very good Christmas. Thank you, mate. Um, ate too much, drank too much, as always. Um, but no, it was really, really good. Thank you. How was yours? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Uh, ate plenty. I don't drink a lot. So uh, I only had a few on Christmas Day. But yeah, all good. All good this end. The little one had a good time, which is all that matters. So... Paul, how was yours, mate? Very nice, mate. Nice family Christmas. Nice and steady. Um, I didn't think I drank a lot on Christmas Day until you and I were talking earlier. And I stopped <laughs> adding up. Okay, relid them all. A lot more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying to you, didn't I? I, oh, I didn't have much, no. Just, just uh, yeah, the book space. And then, yeah, there was the Prosecco. And then, yeah. Oh, I had a couple of pints. Yeah, yeah. That's no, so not much. Oh, yeah. And then there was the whiskey. And, the, uh, and it just carried on like that, didn't it? The conversation to the yeah. point where... I clearly need to get a bit of uh, advice on Alcoholics Anonymous. That's why you're on squash tonight, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> but yeah, very nice Christmas, guys. Thanks very good much. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hopefully everybody else had a good Christmas as well. Um, we've got a really special guest coming up a little bit later in the show. We've got Orlando Magic and Lakeland Magic guard forward, Admiral Schofield, joining us. So uh, We'll get to that a little bit later. But before that, we're going to start with some magic news because there's been a lot going on this week as well. Starting with the signings of Hassani Gravit and Admiral Schofield to their second 10-day contracts. Both were signed via the hardship exception. I think it was on the 17th of December, a couple of weeks ago or a week or so ago. So uh, they're both back on a second 10-day contract. Uh, Today, the Magic have also announced that they are signing guard Gabe York on a 10-day hardship deal as well to sort of combat all these players dropping out with uh, the health and safety protocols. And I think that was, uh, was that ESPN dropped that earlier? So um, we should see Gabe York feature at some point. Uh, During Tuesday's game versus the Bucks, Hassani Gravit was placed in the NBA health and safety protocol, who now joins Mobamba, Michael Mulder, Chuma Akiki and Terence Ross. Um, But hopefully we might have one or two of those back this week at some point as well. Um, In terms of injuries, the list remains unchanged really as we await the returns of Michael Carter-Williams, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Etuan Moore and Jalen Suggs. Uh, we also saw Cole Anthony return this week against the Pelicans. Uh, I think he missed two games before he came back for one. Um, and then he sat out the last couple as the Magic seemed to be managing his his ankle injury, which is obviously not quite fully healed. So they're just being careful with that. And a similar story for David Steele, who's also missed a couple of games uh, for the health and safety protocols. And, I think we all can agree Dante's filled in admirably 
yeah. sitting alongside JT the last few games. So uh, it's been quite fun listening to to Dante do his thing as well. It's been a very different sort of commentary, hasn't it? It has. Absolutely. It's, it's very much had Dante's style on it. It's been good. But uh, well, get well, David. Yeah, absolutely. And G, what did you think? Yeah, no, you've got to love Dante. He's a man of many talents and he's literally, uh, <coughs> you know, keeping the ship afloat, isn't he? Doing everything. Uh, so no, fair play to him. And, and I am enjoying uh, listening to him and JT. So, uh, yeah. Maybe one for the future as well. Yeah. You can see him getting the gig, can't you? Absolutely, yeah. We're rooting for it. We're rooting for it. So uh, let's recap last week's games. We uh, we last recorded on the 21st, so just over a week ago. The Magic have played four times since then. So starting with the Atlanta Hawks last Wednesday, the Magic lost one. Sorry, the Magic won 104 to 98. (laughs) I just said that. Their first winning streak of the season, albeit two games. Franz Wagner finished with a team high 25 points and Rolo, Robin Lopez finished with a double-double, 10 points, a career high, 11 assists. And I think he had five rebounds to go along with that one as well. So two game winning streak, didn't last very long, but uh, gee, what was your thoughts on the Hawks game? Yeah, you need to change your template, mate, from, you know, Orlando lost because we do occasionally win the odd one. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it was decent. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks had a lot of players out, let's be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. You know, they only had Cam Reddish and John Collins, who literally gave them their offense, scoring 34 and 28, uh, respectively. And when they were off the floor, they did struggle quite significantly. But as you've mentioned, you know, Wagner, 25 points. Harris continued playing. Uh, he's been playing very well, as we mentioned the last couple of weeks. 17. Uh, Johnson chipped in 14. Okiki, 12. Um, yep. And Lopez, you know, we were all itching for him to get a triple double, weren't we? Uh, but he wasn't uh, far off. Five rebounds, uh, sh- yeah, five rebounds shy. Uh, that that would have been really nice. Um, but essentially, it all came down to active hands uh, being aggressive defensively. Jumo Kiki with the the six steals. Um, you know, during the third quarter, I think he managed to get the sixth one. And um, Nick Anderson's record was. Uh, looking a little bit shaky but you know it still remains to this day but maybe Tuma will be able to uh, to equal or better Nick's eight steals at some point um, but it was a difficult this is one of those difficult ones because we're playing with a lot of players that have come in they're yeah. playing with a lot of players that have come in um, other than the fact I called it last week you know it was just, uh, just another win <laughs> <laughs> And you did, to be no, fair. Yeah, no, in fact, it was a good performance by, by the players out there. Um, a lot of players, Admiral Schofield, um, three of three, eight points, two from downtown, uh, came in and did a fantastic job. Um, and everybody contributed. Uh, it's just a shame we, you know, they didn't have Trey Young and a couple of the other guys. That would have been a bit more of a morale boosting win as opposed to just John Collins and Cam Reddish. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So after the the Atlanta game, the Magic flew home to host the Pelicans. Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter Jr. both returned from injury, uh, but the visitors built a 15-point halftime lead. The Magic got within two in the closing minutes and fell short 110 to 104. Um, I called them pants on last week's episode. This backfired in my face this week. So, uh, But yeah, Paul, what was your uh, thoughts on the Pelicans game? 
Um, honestly, mate, I, you looked at it and unlike Atlanta, the Pelicans didn't have too much missing. Uh, what yeah. you got, Mikel, Alexander Walker, Valentunis, Zion Williamson. Other than that, they didn't have a deal missing. Um, and watching it, I've got to be honest, I was thinking, I've got a very good chance of getting my prediction here of two and two. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they Magic gave a real battling performance. Um, what were we, 20 points down in the third quarter? Yeah. Uh, and fought it back to being six points down. Um, but, you know, Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham played some really good offensive basketball. Um, but it was great to see Cole Anthony and Wendell both return, making double-doubles. Um, Gary Harris shooting the ball really well early. Um, he definitely had a hot hand. Um, and, you know, even though in parts Brown struggled, he had a really good game again, uh, 20 points. So keep continuing that scoring in double digits running. Uh, I, it was a shame that we lost. And I think that um, with just a little bit more luck, we could have well took the game. Um, what was it? Two points with two minutes to go. Yep. We got it right back close. Um, a little bit like last night with the books that we got so close, and then it just slipped away as we had to chase it a little bit. So yeah, it was it was ultimately a little bit disappointing to see us fall short, but it was a good battling performance and so short-handed against a team that wasn't as short-handed. And let's be fair, mm-hmm. you go up against Brandon Ingram and Davante Graham. Both are really good players. You're going to have a lot on your hands. Um, and we're talking about a team that are constant in constant changing rotations. Players who have been with us for only a couple of days in, um, uh, what was it, Tim Frazier and Freddie Gillespie had only just arrived with us. Um, they they gave a good performance as a team. I'm, I'm not going to be upset at that loss. And they responded well because there was a stretch. Was it in the third quarter? And Brandon Ingram, it felt like every time he went down the floor. Oh, mate, you just. It was he, just. It was, it was. Yeah. Everything so that was went where we had 20 points in that third quarter. Yeah. He, he just had a really, really strong game. And to get it back down to, to two points with two minutes to go, um, it was a really encouraging performance, yeah. uh, I say. And just great to see Cole and Wendell back in the lineup. Um, and seeing what you know, what they can produce against some good players. So I've, I've got no problems on it, mate. I'm quite happy. But I did think I, I was going to get a di- prediction. Yeah, I thought you were too. But the difference between the Atlanta game and the New Orleans game is they had established NBA players all yeah, the way down absolutely. the bench who yeah. could, you know, get a bucket when they needed to get a stop. Um, and when they built that lead, you know, even the fact that we, we got back into it, um, it, it just showed, you know, the class that NBA players do have. When you look Absolutely. at it, look, Ernan Gomez, Jackson Hayes, Satoransky, plenty of players, and uh, you know our own Gary Clark. Uh, you know, able to come Cousin on. Gary, um, they had they had a lot of experience available to them. So no no problems on it. We fought well um, with limited availability. Mm-hmm. Good effort. Yeah. Yep. So on Boxing Day, the Magic faced the Heat in our last half-eight tip-off of the season, unfortunately. We'd like more of them, but that's not going to happen this year. Uh, we got off to a good start, but a 15-point second quarter 
had us chasing the game and we lost 93 to 83, our fifth straight loss to Miami. Gary Harris, though, I mean, we're just saying this every week or every game at the moment, had another good game, 20 points. He just looks a completely different player to earlier in the season. Whether he's more healthy and more conditioned than he was earlier in the season, I'm not quite sure, but he's uh, he's certainly given us a bit of a boost at the moment. Yeah, and he's hey, quietly going he's, about his business, isn't he? In fairness, yeah. you know, they're quiet points and he just racks them up. 16, <laughs> 20, 22. So no, fair play to him. Quite well. I was going to ask, is it is it a case of um, at this moment he's improving his trade value or is he becoming a, a player that we've got to look at as a veteran to keep? I don't know what well, your he, you know, he's contracted to us at the moment. So... First and foremost, you've got to look at him as part of us. Um, mm. But then, the more the better he plays, he's going to become, um, you know, someone that everybody else possibly wants to get. So uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, if he continues to play well, he wants to be here. Then more than happy for him to remain here. But we do have a lot of guards, and other players do need some uh, playing time, like RJ Hampton does. So. Um, and is he one for the future? He'll command less money at the moment. Um, but it's a good problem to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think personally for Gary, he wants to play on a winning team, doesn't he? <laughs> what yeah. player doesn't? So you can ima- you can understand if he does want to play elsewhere. But he's, uh, he's certainly filling his role as a veteran at the moment. So uh, finishing the week then, uh, Tuesday the defending champions were in town for the first of back-to-back games against the Magic, who we we play the Bucks again on Thursday. Franz Wagner smashed his career high with 38 points on 12-20 shooting, including four threes, uh, going up against one of the best defensive units in the league. Uh, the Magic battled in the second half, but again, they fell short 127-110. to 110. Uh, Paul, what's your thoughts on this one? And uh, I think we might be getting a ref rant in this one this week well I think it's more than overdue a referent on this one Um, (laughs) it just didn't get called the same didn't it you know Mm -hmm. they extend an arm and it's not called as an offensive foul we extend an arm and it's Baltimore it's Baltimore Milwaukee slightest touch and it's free throws to Milwaukee It, it wasn't called evenly there were some ridiculous calls but whatever um it gets boring moaning about it doesn't it in all honesty let's look at the positives Franz what a performance um footwork and strength superb uh his ability to go through the defense uh, and you look how hard Milwaukee defend the pain yeah. and he was getting through and getting to that basket um because I, I don't believe there were many threes involved in that in that uh Scoring that he got, um, four, three, four threes, threes. Four, yeah, threes. Four, four threes, yeah. yeah. Um, but for 38 points, that's not a massive percentage of it. Um, he got to the basket an awful lot. Is is you just run out of good things to say about him? Um, Gary Harris again chipped in 13th, uh, double scoring digit game in 14 games, uh, and RJ he really stepped up at the point guard role 
yeah. during the second half uh, after we lost after we lost Hassani Gravett, um, which is a bit unusual. That somebody getting plucked midway through the game. Yeah, you'd have thought he'd have, if he'd have tested positive, it would have been at the start of the game. Um, it seemed a bit odd to see him disappear during the game. Um, that kind of helped the rotations and Coach Mosley's organisation for the game. That had to throw a spanner in the works. Uh, so again, the response that the team gave in that second half, because we were what, 29 points down during the second quarter, to get it back to six, um, was it six or eight points, wasn't it? Get it back to eight points with uh, about seven minutes left to play. Um, and then unfortunately, we just went on one of those three, four minute runs where we didn't score. Um, and Milwaukee virtually sealed the game in that period of time. Uh, I don't think you can criticise any Magic player who was out there. I know that one or two have. I really don't think you can. Um, I think everybody gave their best against the team that, let's be honest, are the defending champions who are starting to put a run together. They've had struggles at the start of the season, uh, but most of those were down to absences and injuries to key players. They had just uh, Brooke Lopez missing last night. You were yeah. talking about a team that won a championship, came onto the Magic home court uh, against a team that, as we've already said, is made up of players who are still very much getting to know one another. There's players who aren't going to be there in a few weeks' time on the on the roster that, we, that are playing for us. And they gave it their all. It was a superb battling effort. I don't think you can criticise them from from the point that they came on the court to the point that they left. They they gave it all. Um, it would be nice to see a little better shooting because let's be fair, you know full well that Mil before the game Milwaukee were always going to dare the Magic to shoot the three, defend the mm -hmm. paint, and only change your defence if the three point is is falling. That's their that's their style. Um, you look at the threats that they have and. You know, Giannis, Middleton, Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, they all played a really good game. But you've got to be pleased at what we produced. Um, I was happy to see Wendell as well. Again, another double-double. Yeah. Uh, excellent stuff. 19 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, and three steals in there as well. Yeah. Good yeah. active hands. I was pleased with us. G, anything yeah. to add, pal? Um, I, I forgot to mention about the Miami game. Tyler Hero. Hey, here we go. He's a bit of a clown, isn't he? Um, I was. It was nice to see RJ, um, you know, get into it and uh, sort of stand up for himself. Um, I was glad to see the the officials uh, toss Tyler Hero. So that was a silver lining on that Miami game. But I echo what Paul's just said about the Bucks game. You know, the fight and the commitment to get back in the second half undermanned. Um, and then Franz Wagner, uh, what more can you say about him? You know, was he is he still 20? What's he going to be like if he's putting up 38 points um, in his rookie season? Um, I'm just having a little look um, before we came on at some stats, um, one of which is there's six players in NBA history to score 38 points on 20 shots or less. So Wagner's one of them, Harden, Hayward, Lillard, Giannis and Embiid. So that's some decent company. Um, he's also on the, on the rookie leader board for the for the season. Uh, he leads the league, uh, scoring the most points in an individual game. So he's thirty eight. He's first. 
He's also tied for third and tied for fifth. So it's nice to see that he's starting to get a little bit of recognition now. Um, and I would like the Magic PR team to start pushing this a little bit more because um, I do feel that, you know, we kind of fly under the radar a little bit. And then you see Cade Cunningham have one game of 28 points and all of a sudden he's the next best thing since sliced bread. Um, so, yeah, superb by France. And His performance last night is the highest scoring performance by a Magic player this season. I think it's the highest scoring performance by a rookie this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's 17 straight games of double-figure scoring for for Franz. Um, and there's a stat that's uh, there that that is tied with Jameer Nelson and Stanley Roberts in uh, Longest Street for Orlando rookies scoring double figures. There's only Shaq who is ahead of them with 54 consecutive double-digit scoring games. That's insane. <laughs> he's got some way to go to equal that, but it, but it shows what a good season he's having. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right. Well, a little shameless plug before we move on. So support today's podcast and uh, visit the official NBA Store EU using our affiliate link in the description of the podcast. Shop the latest NBA gear and Orlando Magic merchandise, including jerseys, shorts, and T-shirts available with international delivery. You can get your hands on the new orange Orlando Magic City Edition jerseys. You can use our di- uh, discount code MAGICUK10 at the checkout for 10% off your entire order, or you can use one of the... Uh, one of the codes on the website, but please note some exclusions may apply. You can also find all the links to our affiliates on our website, orlandomagicuk.com. Okay. And this week we are joined by a very special guest out of Tennessee was selected 42nd overall in 2019. He appeared 33 times for the Washington Wizards, uh, signed for the Lakeland Magic back in August and joined Orlando uh, earlier this this month, uh, signed his second 10-day contract for the Orlando Magic. So welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, Admiral Schofield. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you for uh, thank you for taking your time out of your busy day. Um, so first of all, congrats on the second contract yeah. um, and hopefully... We get to see you sign a longer term deal, but can you tell us how easy it's been or how difficult it's been making that transition from Lakeland to to Orlando and how different is the G League to the NBA? Yeah, um, it's it's not always an easy transition, you know, depending on your organization and depending on, you know, the work you guys put in or, you know, how locked in you were with the G League. You know, usually it's the same, you know, what the G League is running is usually what the top teams run in the NBA or offensively, defensively, send coverages, those type of things. So being in Lakeland was great. Um, and it still is, you know, always being with the staff that, you know, is so connected with the top team staff, you know, with what you're running offensively and defensively. So stepping into it for me was pretty easy. It's just understanding, you know, playing with the other guys and how they, you know, do it and how it is, you know, out on the floor, connected with those guys defensively and offensively as well. So yeah. it's been an interesting, you know, transition in that in that sense. But as far as just a, a broader sense of the NBA um, and the G League, you know, it's actually a little bit slower and more controlled in the, in the, in the NBA. Um, guys aren't wasting energy, you know, they're not, 
you know, taking extra steps or wasting movement, you know what I mean? Like they're a lot more smarter about when, when they're exerting energy a lot more smarter about, you know, being in position so they're not, you know, using energy to get in position late, those type of things. So that's where the game is a lot quicker than it is, you know, fast. So you just got to be able to understand what's going on. So um, that comes with a lot of film watching watching games. So I, I think I think it's been pretty – I think I've been, been pretty prepared for this transition, but, you know, it just comes with the work that you put into it. Sure. Absolutely. So last night you come up against probably one of the hardest teams you'll ever come up against in the Bucks yeah. and, and playing against Yanis. How tough is it to defend Yanis? Because you obviously played a few possessions against him last night. And what parts of your game do you want to work on? Because to, to eventually stick on an NBA roster and, and, and not go sure. back down to the G League. Um, you know, guarding Giannis is very, is very unique because he's so elite in transition getting down the floor that it takes a whole team to stop him initially, you know, to get him to get a different look or to be able to, you know, push him out from his spots. But, I mean, he's very unstoppable when he gets in the paint. So the best thing you can do is just make it hard for him to get in the paint. And um, when you do, it's like, you know, when you have a one-on-one matchup, try to do as best you can on guarding him one-on-one rather than having everybody to, you know, collapse in so he can kick out to their shooter. So, you know, it's it's tough, but you know, it's 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 part of the game. It's part of being in the NBA. You know, you got those taller guys, more athletic, yeah. and you know, playing against Giannis, he's very special. So it's just it just takes more to to stop him. What's you know, obviously this is the second time that you've been into the NBA. But what was it like making an NBA debut and then subsequently getting a start? What emotions and what were you feeling? What's it What's it like? It's, it's a dream for the. For for yeah, guys. you know, it, it, it really felt like a dream. You know, it felt, it, it was just rejuvenating as far as energy-wise. Like, it just gave me more confidence in myself and what I was doing out there on the floor. And I don't know, I just, you know, a lot more energy, a lot more enthusiasm out there on the floor because it's just so fun playing against, you know, the talent that's in the NBA. So I would say everything bottled up in in that you can think of was just excitement. You know what I mean? Just yeah. excited to be back. Was there a particular point that, um, you know, a particular play or a particular point in the game where you felt, this is where I'm meant to be, I belong in the NBA? Um, you know, for me, it's, it's just more so about, you know, me doing my job. How well am I affecting the game? There's a lot of stuff that I'm required to do or that is required of me to stay in the NBA isn't stuff that shows up on the stat sheet, you know, making it tough for guys to, to make shots, um, helping guys defensively, getting hands on basketballs mm-hmm. defensively, and then knocking down open shots. You know, a lot of people just look at, you know, how many shots I took and how many shots I made instead of, you know, the complete game, how I affected it, you know. So for me, it's just, it's just all about affecting the game and focusing on that. Um, but as far as me getting better, to answer your question earlier, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, being being more comfortable handling the ball mm-hmm. um, to be a, a playmaker when I'm rolling in the paint and, you know, kicking out to shooters and, you know, in handoffs and stuff like that. But also just being even more consistent and knocking down um, the three ball and, um, you know, knocking down tougher shots, you know, especially when we need them late in the clock and uh, just being efficient. I think thing that I can do you know not necessarily work on moves or stuff like that it's just being efficient with everything I'm doing well you're definitely shooting the ball like, efficiently yeah <laughs> was it six, absolutely six, 65% from the field and was it 50 from three 
Yeah. Keep doing it. <laughs> Keep doing sure, it. Keep taking them opportunities, man. What's it been yeah. like um, coming into into the, into the Orlando Magic with three of your teammates from Lakeland? Has that been a good experience? Yeah. Has it helped yeah, you no, a lot? It's been pretty cool, you know, because, you know, each of us have a different different level of experience in the NBA. You know, coming in with BJ, BJ's a little bit older than me. You know, he's been in the league before. He's been on different teams. You know, he's kind of seen what I've seen, you know, since I've been in the league. And then you have a Sonny and Aleem that, you know, this is their first real opportunity to play and, and get, you know, score and, you know, defend in the NBA. So it's just pretty cool for everybody to get a perspective of, you know, what it's like to be in the NBA, what it's like to be back in the NBA. And, you know, with this this COVID stuff that's going on, it's, it's, it could be detrimental, but it's also an opportunity for for some. And I think that a lot of people take advantage of it. But it's been a great experience for all four of us, you know. Um, but I, I would just say that, like, you know, it started here in Lakeland. It started, you know, in camp and, you know, building that and understanding what we got to do. Sure. Uh, good to for Sarni, by the way. Absolutely good to yeah. for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, he's been doing well. Yeah. Uh, Admiral, take us through what a game day uh, for the Orlando Magic looks like from the mo- moment you wake up to actual tip-off. What's the uh, yeah. process? So usually it depends on if it's a back-to-back or, you know, we've been at home. Um, but usually we'll have like shoot around around 3.15 in the day. But usually I wake up, get a stretch in, um, take an Epsom bath, and then, you know, I get it for in or so. And then I'll do like a little rolling out. Might just relax, play a little video games before I got to go up to the <laughs> arena. And then I'll go up to the arena. Um, we'll walk through, go over to scout for the night. And then usually I'm in the earliest shooting time. So I go on the court, get my workout in, come back. And then now it's just time to activate for the game. So whether that's meditating, whether that's, um, you know, doing my contrast in the bath, um, getting some treatment as far as like getting loose for the game, you know, them opening up different parts of the body, stretching, um, and then go to the weight room before you go on the court, activate, do a little weight lifting, a little band work to get the muscles firing, go out on the court, warm up for the for the game, and then um, it's game time. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so obviously you were born in London. Um, yes. A couple of questions before we let you go. Have you been okay. back to the UK since? Um, who's your soccer team? And uh, will we ever see you represent Team GB uh, nationally? Yeah, so um, my, my favorite soccer team over over in England right now, um, I would definitely have to say is Liverpool. I grew up a Man U fan, believe it or not. Oh, I, I didn't have to say that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. But uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm a a big Liverpool fan right now. I play a lot of FIFA, so I would say I'm a big Liverpool fan. But usually I watch a lot of La Liga. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I haven't been back yet, but I actually have been uh, working with uh, some companies over there and trying to help some athletes learn about entrepreneurship over in Wales. So once this COVID... Yeah, once this COVID started... That's where I'm from. Really? Yeah, in Cardiff. Okay, that's pretty Crazy. cool. Yeah, yeah. So we we um, we work we work with some of the Premier League guys right now. But the biggest thing is just um, 
teaching guys how, how they can be entrepreneurs without, you know, necessarily being the Ronaldos and the LeBrons of the world, you know, um, and just using their resources early in their careers while they're playing, not waiting afterwards. So that's the kind of stuff we're doing over there. But uh, what was the third question? Um, Team GB basketball. Oh, yeah. Will we ever I see mean, you represent? Yeah, I would love to come over and uh, represent GB. And I think the biggest thing is just to get basketball really, you know, you know, get some momentum going over there. I think, I think uh, it's not enough attention back over there, and it, it yeah. should be a lot more, especially with some of the athletes that come out of that area. You know, I, I think it would be pretty cool to get some, 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 you know, fans and people motivated um, behind the basketball team. So I would love to be able to play. I just got to get my passport and stuff together. <laughs> awesome! But you'll have, you'd have, love to you'd see have that. magic shirts in the audience waiting. We'd be there cheering. Oh, yeah, it would be so fun, man. I would love that. Excellent. That would be brilliant. Gee? So, um, your brother played um, linebacker in the NFL for several seasons and won a Super Bowl with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Was uh, yeah. American football ever an option for yourself? Yeah, I played American football. Actually, my my, my whole family, we... Uh, my my brother, my my sister, and my my younger brother. We all we all played uh, actually just football, you know, regular football. And uh, but American football was something that we always played just to get a lot tougher for our other sports, you know. So I never really loved football um, over here, but I've always loved basketball. It's always been my favorite love. But I did play up until high school. Awesome, excellent. And we've seen you wear. 25 with the Magic at the moment, number one with the Wizards, uh, five in Tennessee. Are there any special meanings behind any of the numbers? Yeah, I mean, I, number five is just simply my favorite number. Um, so 25, five, you know, those are the numbers I kept throughout, you know, AAU, um, high school. So anytime I get a chance to get those numbers, I, I, I do grab, grab them when I can. Quality. Awesome. Quality. We, you, we were wondering. Good stuff. Well, Admiral, we just want to say a big thank you. We know you're uh, super busy. Yes, it's, your, it's your day off. Uh, have you got shoots yeah. around and stuff today? Practice? Uh, yeah, I had it earlier. I got it knocked out of the way. So I appreciate awesome. you guys. No problem. Well, we want to wish yeah. you all the best for the rest of the season. We really appreciate you. appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us. Um, yeah. Good luck against the Bucks tomorrow. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Lock your honest uh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to get it done <laughs> We're rooting for you, man. We're rooting for you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you very and much. Hopefully, and hopefully we can see you stick with the with the Orlando Magic for the rest of the season. So, fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, sir. Hopefully. I appreciate you guys for having me. Well, a big thank you to uh, Admiral for joining us. Do you know what? It was... It, like, like we've told him off, off a first current player, a little bit of a, a moment of history for us. Um, yeah. And... Really generous of him to give us 10, 15 minutes of his time on his day off in between yeah. workouts and stuff. Uh, you can't fault the man. Thank you so much, Admiral. We really, really do appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll see and if we've got a new player. Got a new for, we've, got, we've got GB, a new player, like you say, mate. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Free tickets. Uh, we'll be tapping them up for free tickets now. GB, free <laughs> tickets. As we're, as we're part of the scouting. <laughs> Definitely. We can have Definitely. a magic corner as well with all the magic fans. Yeah. Behind the bench. This, this is hey, something we spoke about though, isn't it? That we spoke about um, having an Orlando Magic UK meetup at a GB game. Yeah. I think it'd be, I think it'd be a really fun thing to do. 
and not yeah. just not necessarily just us. It could be the NBA UK community. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be a really cool thing to do. Absolutely. So let's move on to our predictions. So looking back at last week, the Magic went one and three, beating the Hawks and losing to the Pelicans, Heat and Bucks, which we uh, recapped earlier in the episode. Geraint and me were both correct this week, although Geraint won the, uh, I won't even call it a tiebreaker. You just won the bragging rights this week with the uh, the Hawks win. Geraint was I, more right than you. Hey, <laughs> Garrett and me are both six and four, Paul. You're five and five. So uh, that's yeah, all it needs to be said. boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Wooden spoon. The stiff loss. Which uh, that, I think a video, I don't know really how to describe that. I'm sort of going to deviate slightly. So we we, uh, we had the funny you, idea got, of... Bear in mind, mate, I did send you as well. Uh, for anybody that hasn't seen it, which I think it's just within our group that's seen it so far. Uh, my daughter, as I've said before, is always saying, for God's sake, Dad, sit down when it comes to anything dancing. She was the one that recorded me doing the the stiff floss for the video. Laughing so much, she said, Dad, you've got to try Orange Justice. So she showed me how to do Orange Justice. I think it's fair to describe my efforts as mid-air shagging at best. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to put it out, mate, because it's so wooden. Oh, it's definitely not one for the ladies. Oh, well, G, G, G's got a few outtakes as well from yours. Took well, you, G had to oh do it. Mine, mine an hour. Whatever you got, yeah, whatever you got was the first effort. That was what you were going with, mine. G, you were, you were preening and all it sorts, man. Well, it was outfit changes, you know, accessories to everything. You want to try and get it as, you know, Correct as it could have been. So, um, yeah, I, w- I wasn't very good as you Apart could from the dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dancing. That's I don't I, do dancing, do that's, I? That's I do, it took in- you I do an insurance. <laughs> yeah, I know. No. I think you need insurance for those dance moves, then, yeah? Hey? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. My missus was fed up with uh, recording it. And there we go. Was yeah. she? Luckily, yes, I deleted the outtakes. Did you? Oh, I didn't mate, send I them to you. Through. Do you know, Amy, uh, Amy apparently said to Garen, I'll send them to Mikey and she, what was your response said, I'm not sending it it'll make a blooper reel he'll add to the blooper reel he's already got of me would I no yeah. it's outrageous oh, no, not at all but mate you're going to have to put out my efforts at Orange Justice just for for people to see because it is so bad <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll celebrate the next win with that <laughs> right. when we get I'm our next win, win many games this season <laughs> when we get the next win we'll post that and our video because that video is going out every game every win it's got to be done hasn't it eh? yeah honestly dancing so did you see I don't know if it was Facebook or Instagram it was somebody I can't think who it was now somebody put I'm going to say it are, is everybody in the video dads dads <laughs> yeah I oh, shout out to whoever it was I cannot remember yeah. I want to say it's Paul somebody and I can't think of what the surname is but anyway they're like yeah is that are you all dads I'm like we are but except I'd like, Connell I'd like to think except I've got Connell. slightly more rhythm than you two 
You might like to think it. Yeah, you did. You did the evidence think. is that you haven't. <laughs> You've just got it's, slightly more facial expressions. In, in six-second clips. Oh, that's, that's an overreaction there. That's a bit like people overreacting to Jonathan Isaac's video. Have you seen that one this today? Yeah, the one of him walking. Oh, there's a well. It doesn't look like a walk, but people are overreacting to a two-second clip of him walking in the locker room. That's like you reacting to a six-second clip of me doing the little <laughs> cold shoulder sh- shuffle. But there we go. Right, enough of that. Right, moving on, <laughs> moving on to some serious stuff. The week ahead. This is serious because uh, we're recording next on Friday the 7th, 7th of January. Uh, we've got four games before then, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks again on Thursday the 30th at midnight. They are 23-13, and 13, third in the Eastern Conference, two games back of the Brooklyn Nets. The Bucks are winners of their last four, including Tuesday night's win against the Magic. The only absentee they have at the moment, as Paul mentioned earlier, is Brooke. Lopez. Uh, we also will be hearing Hank Taylor, friend from Lakeland, who's going to be the PA announcer for that for that game. I think it's his second game, guys. It's his second game. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. last season. So um, and this is his Boston. Second. Was it Boston last season? Yeah, it was. So, yeah. Um, so excited to hear Hank in the Amway for that game on Thursday. Uh, then we've got the Celtics on Sunday, which is an 11 p.m. tip-off in the UK. They are 16 and 18, ninth in the Eastern Conference, and they've lost seven of their last 10 games. Boston have eight players on their injury report. Five are in health and safety protocols, including Dennis Schroeder, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart is listed as day-to-day with some little minor injury. We then play the Bulls on Monday, which is a 1 a.m. tip-off, so Tuesday morning. The second in the East, 21-10, and 10, only one and a half games back of the Brooklyn Nets. They've won four straight and eight of their last 10. Like Boston, they've also got eight players on their injury report, including four in health and safety protocols, including Lonzo Ball. And they've got four players out injured, including Alex Caruso with a foot injury. Uh, And then to wrap up the week before our next show, we've got the Sixers next Wednesday, which is a midnight tip-off. They're 18 and 16, sixth in the East, winners of two straight, but they're only five and five in their last 10 games. Uh, Danny Green's listed as out. Andre Drummond and Shake Milton are both in health and safety protocols. And Ben Simmons, that that player who a lot of people forgot about. He's still Uh, there. He's still there. He's uh, still sitting out waiting for a trade to happen. I don't think we've seen anything for a couple of weeks now in terms of rumours or anything. So they're uh, waiting to to chop him in for some players that will actually play games. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens to that. So predictions then, chaps. What are we going for this week? I'm going to start with Paul because you picked on me first last week. So I'm picking on you first this week. It's <laughs> like picking on you. I like picking on Mate, you. <laughs> I'm going to go one and three. And I think we'll pick up either a win over the Celtics or the Bulls. And I'm going to go with that we pick up a win over the Bulls on the road um, with Wendell doing his doing his, his job. And uh, just going back and uh, showing them again what, it, what they passed up. Uh, he had a good game when he went back shortly after the trade deadline last season. And yep. I think he can do it again. But uh, that was one of our last wins of the season, I think, up there. 
last year. So I'm going to go with us beating the Bulls one and three. Um, I think we'll compete with most of the teams. Okay. One and yeah. three. Yeah. Garrett in the Valleys. What are you going for? Are you sure you want to go next? No, no, no. <laughs> Tactical voting, right, mate. Okay. Tactical voting. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, conundrum I have is thought we would go one and three and we'd beat the Celtics. The only concern I have is that Hassani Gravette has got gone into the COVID protocol. And obviously he's been doing a lot of ball handling, sharing locker room with everybody. So who else might drop from the Magic yep. roster if Franz Wagner goes down, if uh, Wendell Carter goes down? Um, I'm not sure we've got that much in reserve unless we get the saviour back in Markel. Um, so I would have said one and three beating the Celtics. Um we all know how I feel about the Boston Celtics. Um, so I'm tying between 0 and 4 and 1 and 3. But because I dislike the Celtics so much, I'm going 1 and 3. There we go. What if Markel's back, mate? Yeah. Well, that, the, the Bucks, will that change the, your opinion? Well, the back, we've definitely beaten the Celtics. Um, if the, we're not going to beat Milwaukee, we saw what they were like last night. Um, Chicago on the road on the second night of a back to back, that's a toughie. They're playing quite well. Um, and, and the Sixers, whilst they don't travel that well, Joel Embiid's a handful. Um, and you know, with only we should get Bamba back, back by then. I, I think Philadelphia might have, well, you never know. I'll just go stick one and three, beat Boston, and that's the one I want. And I'm sure it's the one you want as well. Of that Rich Barrett. <laughs> I'm really, really close to going two and two this week. Do it. Go on. Um, right. Yeah, it's so, no fun if you go one and three. <laughs> you can't be boring and just join us. Now, now you, you know. Have you, you noticed just... the last couple of weeks, G's just copied what we've said first? Do you notice that? Right, next week he's going first. If I'm hosting, if I'm hosting, he's going first next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the Bucks on Thursday. It's tough to see us winning that game. Um, We've just we've said it all season long. If we can eliminate these periods of games where we 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 can't score the ball, if we can at least just keep ourselves ticking over, we're going to stay in games. Um, and RJ Hampton seems to be part of that group that always seems to give the bench a bit of a boost and he did that last night and he did it when we played in Milwaukee uh, was it back at the start of December November yeah or the end of Um, November when we when we had a big comeback then yeah the uh, first game of the season against them yes so it's a possibility. It depends. Again, it all depends on who we can get back. And I say we lose to the Bucks. Uh, the, the fact that Celtics have got eight players potentially out, including Tatum and Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder, who's a decent guard as well. I fancy us against Boston. So I'm going to say we're going to beat the Boston Celtics as well. I can't see us beating the Bulls. I just think they've got far too much firepower and. We just can't seem to stop teams putting up points, and we saw that against the Bull. Uh, sorry, against the Bucks. Um, and as much as I'd love to beat the Bulls, I just can't see it. And 
It's the Sixers game. This is the one I'm wondering. I just, I just think that they're, they're so far. By the way, mate, you've co- you've copied me so far. I know. <laughs> <laughs> just had to put that in there. Um, yeah. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we beat the Sixers. I'm gonna say we beat the Sixers five and five in their last ten games. There's rumblings. We haven't, we haven't said it earlier in the episode, but there's rumblings that Fultz might be ready very, very soon. And if we can get him back, you've got to think Terence Ross is going to probably be close to coming back off the health and safety protocols. Bamba too. They're going to be two big players that could give us a big lift. So I'm going to go two and two. I'm going to stick my neck out this week and I'm going to say we beat Celtics and the Sixers. So there we go. Like it. Okay. Excellent. Lock right. Magic magic trivia to finish. Okay. Short and sweet this week. Um, I think I might have done one of these before. One of us done these before, but I'm going to roll with it because I can't remember. And we've done so many episodes now, but I ain't going back through them. So first one, can you name the five current active NBA players? And I, it took me ages to do this earlier because I had to go through all 30 rosters. Who've played for both Orlando and Washington? So there's only five current players that play in the NBA that have played for both the Magic and the Wizards. Okay. Yeah. Dwight Dwight. Howard. Correct. Trevor Ariza. Correct. Let Um, let Paul have a go. Okay. No, the first two I had Dwight and (laughs) and Admiral. So G's got what got one uh, to catch up. Right, I'll give. I'll give oh Paul, yeah, I've got another one. I've got another I'll, one. I'll give Paul a clue because they want G just reeling them off. I picked them up. I don't mind. What? <laughs> I got one, one of on the, my tip. My one. One of these played for us last season. Got them both. Oh, did you not have that one? The one I was getting to. Last season. Um, he was traded to us during the season. Oh, God. Think, of, course. think of the Simpsons. Otto Porter Jr. Correct. And can you do one you more? Know the fifth one, Paul? No. This <laughs> might, he might have been on the roster when you first started following the magic. No, was it earlier than that? Uh, 20, 2012 13, I think, or 2011 12. No, oh. no you go for it, G. Go for it, man. I think it's Ish Smith. It's not on an active roster. Oh, right. There's Is one he not? more. There's one Especially more. Especially with missing. all these 10 days. I went through all 30 rosters earlier. He's not on one of them, right. according to the okay. NBA app. Um, so alright so this one you don't this one you're unsure of so this player was signed by Rob Hennigan by Hennigan what position I'm not going to go that I'm not going to give that away he had researched that bit (laughs) I do (laughs) (laughs) what jersey number did he wear Magic fans kicked off when we signed him. 
when Rob Hennigan signed him in the summer where we had a boatload of cap space. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sure. Well, we, Struggling. We signed Biombo. It's not Biombo. Uh, yeah. Biombo hasn't no, played there. No, no. Yeah. Give us his position. He's a forward, power forward. Play small forward, power forward. Oh, Jason Smith. No. Jason, no, but he did play. But he's not an active. He's not an active. Yeah. I had thought no. of him. You know when you said about when Mikey said about being yeah. part of when I first started yeah. following. I thought of him. Oh, I'm struggling. Where's he now? We signed him. He, he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Plays for the Nets. Dun, oh, it's what's the green. green? Is it Jeff Green? Yes, Paul. Yeah, yes, it is. Nice. There you go. Okay, and then the last question: Can you name got six players in Magic history? There's a little bit of a theme here. To wear number twenty-five, I'm gonna let, let Paul go first. I'll have Admiral then. Yeah, got five left. Oh my God, man! I'm gonna say, is, is there a certain big, a famous, a certain famous player that you like there? G. Yeah, the one right behind my shoulder. <laughs> go on, mate. You can't have it. You're Nick on. Anderson. I knew that one. Do you want to have a go left. the other one, Paul? No, keep going, man. Unless until I get to clues, I'm struggling. You know what I'm like with numbers. Should we give him a clue? Yeah, you've got a jersey of one of them. I've got a jersey of one of them. The legend. That is. What a big baby. <laughs> 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 no, I don't have that jersey anymore. That's long gone. He, he wore eleven. <laughs> he wore eleven. Was it Clark? was it Gary Clark? Did he wear twenty five? No. No. Twelve. No. Uh, Wes. Was it Wes? Yes. Where's Wes Wonder, Wonder. Correct. Yeah. You put, so the other, sure. How many more? Three. Three more. Three left. Okay. The other one is Chris Duhon. Correct. The travel. Chris. The travel dance. Chris, Gat, Chris Gatling. Correct. And the last one. And the last one. How recent is this? This was last season. Who wore it last season? I like that I stumped him this week. It wasn't was it wasn't Kareem? No. It wasn't Kareem. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> um Kareem uh, it, was, it, was, it was a it was a ten day. Was it that point guard we had that went down in Sacramento? Yeah. It was him, was it? I think was it um it wasn't the lefty point guard. What is he called? Do you want me to give you an answer? Um, Can we put you out of your misery? It wasn't Chandler, was it? Was it no, give us his initials. Close. You're so close. C R. Yeah. C R. Um. Oh, my mind's gone blank. He's got the same surname as the Knicks star forward. Chason Randall. That's yeah. the one. When I said Chandler, I knew it wasn't Chandler. That's I just what I said. couldn't you get so the actual close. name. You were so I just close. could not get the actual name. 
Good effort, chaps. Good effort. Excellent. Good one, Mikey. Like Enjoyed it. Enjoyed that. There we go. Okay. Right. That wraps up this week's episode. So thank you as always for listening and watching. Uh, just a quick note. Over 60% of our YouTube uh, viewers aren't subscribed. So if you aren't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Our next episode is going to be dropping on Saturday, the 8th of January. Uh, but before then, you can visit our website, orlandomagicuk.com, for the latest news. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, all at Orlando Magic UK. From Geraint, Paul, and me, until next time. Go Magic. And Happy New Year.